God often uses specific scriptures to guide you to Himself and His perfect will. These life verses are really guideposts for the journey. Today, we join Scott Pauley in looking at some of these passages. It is our prayer that you will enjoy the journey. Over the last few days, we've been looking at what many people refer to as life verses, verses that have greatly impacted all of us. And I've shared with you some of them that have been of special uh, powerful influence in my own life. I hope you have such verses. But I want to spend a couple of days on what I believe to be everybody's verse. I think you'll understand what I mean in just a moment. If you ask a person on the street, even someone that knows very little about the Scripture, to tell you one Bible verse, almost everyone can at least say the reference to this verse. It is, in a very real sense, everybody's verse because every person on earth is found in this verse. Listen to the words of John chapter 3 and verse number 16, where the Bible says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. I must confess to you that though I learned this verse as a little boy and have quoted it thousands of times through my life in ministry, it was only just a very few years ago that I preached on it as a text for the very first time. Not because... I, uh, I didn't believe it. No, in fact, I referenced it many times. But to say I was going to preach nothing but this one verse, I never felt ready to quite preach on it, to explain it all. In fact, it is so simple and yet so profound. It is the most famous, most familiar, most neglected text in the whole Bible. Recently, I walked into a place of business and they had this verse, John chapter 3, verse 16, hanging on the wall. And I thought to myself, how commonplace a verse like this has become in our culture, and especially around churches, and yet how little time we spend talking about it, meditating on the implications of it, how it's affected all of our life. John 3.16 is not just a life verse, it's an eternity verse. It not only affects you in this world, it affects you in the world to come. Have you ever noticed that John 3.16 is in the context of a conversation? Now, we love to quote the verse, but remember... Every text has a context. Every verse is connected to all the verses around it. And John 3.16 is a conversation between the Lord Jesus and one man, a man named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews, a religious man who was searching for the truth. Uh, this is a man who was moral, who was respected, and he was the first person to ever hear the words, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. I think that's powerful. He was a man full of questions and the Lord Jesus led him to this truth as the great answer. You remember in verse 9 of that same chapter, he asked the Lord Jesus, how can these things be? Referring to the new birth. I love the fact that all the questions end with Jesus. Jesus gives him first an examination. He answers his question with a question. He says, art thou a master of Israel and knowest not these things? And then, once he gives him an examination, he gives him an illustration. He tells the Old Testament story of a serpent, the brazen serpent, being lifted up in the wilderness. And when they looked to the serpent, they lived. An illustration of Christ being lifted up. And all we have to do is look to Him in simple faith, and we live. 
And then he moves from the examination to the illustration to the declaration. What's the declaration? It's the bottom line. It is this, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Martin Luther called this verse the little gospel. Many people have referred to it as the gospel in a nutshell. We live in an age of questions and confusion and chaos and uncertainty. But I want to tell you that John chapter 3, verse number 16, Jesus changes the question marks into periods and exclamation points. He brings us to certainty and to something we can be confident in. The thing you can be confident in is not you. It's in the God who loved you and the Christ who died for you and the promise of Holy Scripture that if you'll believe on Him, you will never perish but have everlasting life. Now here's what, how I want us to approach the verse. There are four individuals or groups of people in this one verse. And you are one of them. Aren't you glad you're one of them? And in some way, you're connected to all of them. But I want us to look at the four people or the four groups and see what the Lord has to say to all of us. Remember, this is everybody's verse. Here's the first one. For God. I love the fact that the first person in the verse is God Himself. And what does this teach us? It teaches us that everyone, everybody, is loved by God. This is where everything begins. In the beginning, God created. It all begins with God. And if I may remind you, it's also where everything's going to end. Someday, every knee's going to bow and every tongue's going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He's the God of life. The last word of the previous verse is the word life, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have eternal life. He's the God of life physical life and spiritual life. And not only that, He's the God of love, for God so loved the world. John seems to be particularly taken by this truth of the love of God. It comes out not only in his gospel record, but in his epistle of 1 John. Oh, may all of us sense again the great, great love of God for us. What a God. God doesn't just love. He is love. He can never love you anymore, and He will never love you any less. There was never a day that He started loving you, and there'll never be a day that He stops loving you because it's not just something He does, it's who He is. God loves you, my friend. And not only is this God the God of life and the God of love, but He is the God of light. Just a couple verses down in verse 19, the Bible says, And this is the condemnation that light is come into the world. And men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. You know, we're living in a world full of darkness, full of hatred, and full of death. It sounds like we need the God of life, of love, and of light. The only great answer is God Himself. I want to remind you that this one verse is in many ways a picture of our perfect God. You see the breadth and length and depth and height of His love. You remember Paul praying, for the Ephesians, that they would know the breadth and length and depth and height of the love of God. Well, here's the breadth. He loved the world. Here's the length. He gave His only begotten Son. Here's the depth that you should not perish. And here's the height that you would have everlasting life. I say again, this is not just my verse or your verse. In a very real sense, it's everybody's verse. I hope you'll do several things with it. First of all, I hope you'll commit it to memory. If you've never committed John 3.16 to memory, commit it to memory now. And then I'm going to challenge you to do two things with it. First of all, claim it for your own. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, take this verse today and say, Lord, I'm taking you at your word and I'm trusting what you did for me for my soul's salvation. I promise you, you can rest on the unchanging word of God. 
Maybe you're a person who's put your faith in Christ, but you've been dealing with real doubts. Oh, bring your doubts to Jesus. Bring your questions to the God of certainty. Take John 3.16 as your verse and root your assurance in the unchanging Word of God. It's forever settled in heaven. Let it get forever settled in your heart today. And then, once you've claimed it, proclaim it. You see, it's not just for you. Remember, it's everybody's verse. It's for all people. It's for the whole world. It's for the whosoevers that will believe in Him. And so take John 3.16 today and share it with somebody else. You memorize it to quote it. You make it your own to pass it on to somebody else. And maybe you think, well, I don't know all the right things to say. I can't answer everybody's questions. Look, you don't have to. Just give them John 3.16. Tell them the difference it's made in your life. Tell them what Christ means to you how this verse can be their verse and our Savior can be their Savior. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Thank you for taking time to study the Bible with us. We trust that you will meditate on God's Word and share it with others today. For additional resources, visit us online at scottpauley.org. We deeply appreciate your prayers and your support.